This is episode 162 of the Fearless Launching Show, and today we're going to be talking about some simple launch recovery, launch turnaround strategies. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, it has been a hot minute, hasn't it, since I've come out with a new episode. And today, you know, I was actually going to do an end of the year type of episode, but I decided to push that off for a few weeks because I have something brand new that I'll be sharing with you. I will tell you how to sign up for this at the very end of the episode, but I figured I would give you a little teaser on a brand new workbook, brand new guide that I've created with 20 simple launch recovery strategies. Um, These are really strategies that honestly, when people come to me, they come, well, actually, they come to me often in the midst of, hey, my launch isn't working. Do you have any ideas? No matter if it's a friend or it's a past client or if it's a student or if it's just somebody that I've met who lives in my building, which there are a few people who live in my building who have businesses and I've met them. So these are strategies that will help you turn around your launch, especially when you're at that really bad space mentally where you're ready to quit. Um, And I laugh not because I'm laughing at you. I'm, I'm with you on this one. There's always that, there's always that launch that, that, and actually maybe it's in the past, Maybe you're afraid you're going to have this type of launch where you're just like stuck in the mud, not sure why it's going to work um, and or how it's going to work. And boy, oh boy, it is good to have some strategies that you can pull out of your back pocket. I find that actually the biggest part of turning around a launch is just being proactive. It's being willing to say, okay, what do we need to do to turn this launch around? Not can we turn this launch around, but what can we do? So I I tend to just make a list of things that need to be done. You know, if if someone's having a launch, I I, I just brainstorm a list of ideas. And sometimes I don't get to that that key idea for a while. And sometimes it's a combination of a few different strategies. Sometimes it's literally just one thing, one tweak. So I'm not going to go through the whole workbook with you today because I do want you to download it and I want you to see it and there are lots of examples. There's actually specific examples of people using these strategies. But let's go over kind of like my favorite ones. My favorite, no brainer, no stress. These are ones that, and they're actually really questions you can ask yourself, especially if you're at that point in your launch where you're like, okay, I've got a few days left. 
I need to really amp up my sales or why haven't my sales been been the way that they that I've wanted them to. And these are some really super simple things that you can do. All right. So the first strategy, number one, is updating your home base. Okay. So this is a funny one that I find clients who have big audiences forget to do, or it takes them a while to do. Um, And this is probably the one place that I even still forget to handle in the weeks that lead up to the launch. You like, you kind of just assume everybody knows because that's the only thing that's on your brain. And sometimes it's just a matter of um, attention. It's just a matter of people knowing what you're doing and getting the word out. So make sure your website, social media profiles, email signature, sales page, site are all updated to let people know that it's happening. This is on. So some of the things you might ask yourself for this updating your home base are things like adding a graphic or a bar at the top of your site. Um, I know Hello Bar doesn't necessarily function in the way that it used to or I've heard some whispers that it's not working really well lately, but I know that Pop-Up Ally has a a bar that you can put at the top of your website. I know SumoMe has a smart bar as well. So you can absolutely find these types of bars. And I think even some themes might have this built in. I believe from Kajabi, which is something that I'm going to be transitioning to. That's a whole other topic. Um... They have that you can actually just add that element to the top of your web web page. So another thing you might want to consider is: Do you have a now open graphic to the sidebar to on the sidebar of your blog or on social media, or have you sent out <laughs> a "We're open" uh, to your newsletter list? <laughs> That's that again. Also, isn't really updating your home base. But if you have a regular email that's going out every week and you're not necessarily using it for the marketing of whatever you're launching, still make sure that there's an ad at the bottom of your own newsletter for the thing you're launching. Um, You might want to turn, make sure that all redirects are turned off because that's been a mistake I've seen. I've done it myself where something is in some weird redirect loop and people cannot even get to your sales page. You can make a simple update to your navigation on your website and you choose what those words are, but leading to whatever it is you're launching. Um, And you want to think about also things like if you're not using the real estate on your blog or your website. So say you have a podcast and you have podcast show notes or you have blog posts, straight up blog posts, Do as I'm like sputtering here, but... Um, Do you have an ad, a simple graphic that's below all of your blog posts? So you may want to try to get something like this created. If you don't have it as as something that's part of your theme or something you can add easily, I would just recommend finding a web developer who can add that for you. I just recently used Codable, codable codable.io for a project. They're not the cheapest, but you can literally go to them and say, I want to add a feature box below all of my blog posts. And you'll get a bunch of bids for the job, and then you'll get to choose who you want to work with. Um, And then you also, like I said, update any newsletter graphics to announce that you're open. Remember, the main thing with this updating your home base and different home bases, you might also want to change the profile description of all your social media or your main social media. Um, 
and just continually remind people because believe it or not, there's always a slew of people who reach out right after we close Fearless Launching saying, hey, when are you opening again? I'm like, well, we were just open yesterday. So remember, if people can't find your product, then they won't be buying your product. (laughs) That's pretty much the simple, the simple kind of situation with that. Um, so strategy number two that I wanted to share with you, this one is one that, uh, actually past guest Debbie Hodge uses, and I've seen Claire Pelletro do some stuff on this platform. I know Denise Duffield-Thomas. I know that when she started using Facebook Live, it really started to work well, but essentially, Start doing Facebook Lives. So every single launch I've been a part of over the past year and past two years, really, have all had one thing in common. They've had live video. So I've mentioned this before. Um, when I was in the Planathon, Amber McHugh's group, we talked about this in in the ways that you're communicating. But live video or some sort of live interaction is really important. And I know this might cause you a lot of stress if you don't like being in front of the camera. But now Facebook Live has, and that's of this, you know, as of this recording in December 2017, they have the way that you can share your screen right inside Facebook Live. I'm like, why did I sign up for BeLive.tv? Now Facebook has it all inside their platform. So it doesn't cost a thing. You can do your webinars in Facebook Live if you want. So the thing with Facebook Lives, and here are a few different ways you can use them. You can use them as a series of content. You decide when they come out. So they're kind of like your video series. Um, And I would even say, if you have a video series, it might be worth it to do a companion Facebook Live to say, hey, have you checked this out? And you kind of just give the cliff notes, the short version, the what you need to know the most about that video, and then send people over to the video. Or you can literally just do a straight up content series on Facebook Live. The great thing about that is you get to save the videos, you get to transcribe the videos, and then maybe the next launch, you do it again. You take down these Facebook Lives and because you can delete them, you can control uh, when when they're there and when they're not, you can turn that into something else. Um, That's actually another strategy, which I'm hoping to have this one woman on that I I saw her doing something really interesting with her challenge and her Facebook Lives, but there's a lot of stuff you can do with those Facebook Lives after the fact. And one thing I do want to say is out of all these turnaround strategies, and I'm only going to cover like, you know, maybe five today, the thing that I think is exciting is that many of these turn into assets, things you can use for your next launch. So say you're not ready to you to do a video series. Okay, then do the series on Facebook Live. Do it in the same exact schedule, like come out with your first one on Thursday. Go back on Facebook on next, the following Tuesday, and then maybe release another video on Friday and open the doors to your program. I do have issue with opening doors on Fridays, but it happens. Um, it happens on launches. But I say Facebook Lives, there's nothing you can lose from doing one. And uh, the one, the the example that I use in here is, you know, the, the great thing about this is, sure, you can use it during your open cart. So if you're, 
you know, open for your launch right now, that's great. Just start doing Facebook Lives every day where you start answering questions, maybe interview some people who are in your program. There is literally a never-ending kind of list of things that you could do. Like, I'm sure that you could come up with ways of repurposing content you may have had on your blog over the past month. Maybe you do a face-to-face version of your webinar on Facebook Live. All that is totally up to you. But the point is, A, being live is a great way to connect with your audience. Two, if people can see you, that's great, but don't feel pressured into doing that. You can always show your slides or you can always, you know, I feel like to some extent when you're in business, I know that the internet kind of encourages us in this weird passive way (laughs) to hide ourselves, but I think that we need to start showing ourselves um, and getting used to being, uh, getting used to sharing what it is that we're offering people and what it is that we're launching because the most visible people are the ones that generally are doing better on their launches. So I just want you to think about this and It may take a leap for you to start doing Facebook Lives or Instagram Lives or live video of any kind. YouTube also has a live broadcast feature. I've seen people use that in the same way that they're using Facebook Live. But consider where, no matter where you are during your launch, you've got two days left, jump on Facebook Live and then share that thing and boost that thing and, you know, run an ad to that Facebook Live because video also gets a lot more engagement, and it seems like it's easier to reach people using video. Okay, so the next one, you literally might think I'm the craziest person to suggest this, but I'm going to suggest it anyways, um, because here's the thing. I love it when big brands do this, and I think it's actually something we should, we should be excited about our launches. So if you're not already in the throes of a launch, consider doing a countdown on Instagram. Okay. So I've written about this before about turning on your inner JLo or, you know, if you're a Beyonce fan or posting selfies every day, but I do think looking for a way to celebrate and count down to your launch day is a great idea. And I think the sooner that we start feeling, stop feeling bad about our launches, the better, right? So Kim Kardashian West Beauty, KKW Beauty, did a great job of this. They informed people who knew that the makeup line was coming, the when, but also shared close-up images of all the packaging, sneak peeks of Kim Kardashian West using the makeup, keeping it all on brand in a very neutral palette. I mean, I am not a, well, I guess I am kind of a super girly girl, but if you've got a product, especially a, a, a physical product, you can literally model exactly what they did, even without a ton of selfies, and show your product up close, show people using it, maybe get get some pre-released versions to a, a core inner group of people, and also then just create graphics with the dates to show your launch date. And I know we're there you might have again personal resistance to this. Another another brand that has done this really well was masterclass. So if you haven't seen these, Oprah has kind of an education platform. Of course she does. And masterclass did the behind the scenes of 
shooting one of these masterclasses. I've seen Denise Duffield Thomas do this too. I've seen lots of people, um, Melissa Griffin. I've seen Exo Sarah Morgan, some of my favorites on Instagram, show w- when they're in progress, when they're when they're behind the scenes. So even if your product is an online course or digital product, Think of how you can show off bits and pieces before it's ready to go. Think of behind the scenes, in production, in development, maybe pictures of your notes, whatever. Um, in addition to this, just just using an image, like in, instead of just using just a plain image, think about how you can also use Insta Stories too, which this is where you can show the product, talk about creating it, ask a question, answer a question maybe that came in. And you can also share other people's videos. So the, the great thing about Instagram is that you can encourage people, some of your, your clients to send you videos and say, yeah, just shoot a video on your phone. Tell, tell me about your experience in this program or working with me. And then I'm going to share it on Instagram. I did this and it was really, really fabulous. Not only did the person get attention and get some questions herself, but I did, of course. So the one thing I want to tell you about this is you might think you're being showy. You might think you're being too out there. And I'm only speaking like this because a lot of you, maybe not all of you, but a lot of you are in introverts like myself. So you kind of feel bad. You don't want to show off. You don't want to be too over the top. Be over the top. It's your show, it's your platform, it's your stage. You've got to start standing up. And as I'm saying that, I'm standing up. I'm, I'm looking out my window. Probably someone's looking at me and I don't even care. And you just have to be like that. I don't even care. This is my product. I want it to do well. I want people to know about it. I want to help people. And how are they going to know that I'm even doing it unless I'm out there? So if you haven't used Instagram yet, please start using it if if it, if it feels like it's something you want to do. Now, I'm not saying just to start an Instagram profile and you have no followers and start using it. I mean, if you've already been on Instagram, but you're like, eh, I'm just showing pictures of my kids and my food and my workouts or whatever, start slowly weaving in other things that have to do with what you're doing in business and eventually you'll be able to share what you're doing in business and you know what what has been really um wonderful to discover was the amount of support from friends people who are not in business people who are not following me because because of business it's the people who were my were my friends in college that I see like those images and and reach out to me or they're people I've worked with when I before I worked in the online space. So I just think it's a great way to celebrate what you're doing and even if the conversions aren't there, I think getting getting used to getting the word out in multiple ways is really important. There is another Instagram strategy, but I'm not going to share that here. I want you to go and get the 20 Simple Launch Recovery Strategies PDF. It is a quite a book, and I think you're really going to love it. There's ways to use Instagram for your core content and not just like an extra touch point, but also how to use Instagram Live and how to take action on those things. Um, the next one strategy that I want to share. And this is one of those 
oh yeah, that's true. That's why everybody uses it. So you have likely seen countdowns in multiple forms, okay, when you're watching other people's launches. You see it at the on a website, you see it on a sales page, you see it on social media, you see it in emails. Well, make sure you're using a deadline trigger like this during a launch, but make sure you're using it at the right time. So deadlines are best when they are 48 hours or less because they tell someone that something is counting down fast. Like you don't have to have a countdown at the top of your sales page 20 days before it closes. But once we hit that last week, the last few days, you definitely want it there. You definitely, if you've got one of those smart bars at the top of your main website, add in the countdown during the last few days. Same thing with your sales page. Same thing with their emails. The best time to use, and actually a great tool is Motion Mail app. That's probably what most of you have seen in emails is someone using that that app. Also, something that I use is Deadline Funnel because you can create custom countdowns for literally everywhere you need them, whether it's in a page, in line, text, and at the bottom of a page, like a little pop-up at the bottom. This is what I currently use. So countdowns are really important because they really speak to the one thing that helps people make decisions most easily, and that is the deadline. Now, Deadlines are valuable even if you've got an evergreen product. You can still close a promotion. You're allowed to do that. Yes, it doesn't mean that that product is no longer available. It just means whatever offer you're making right now is going to go away in X number of hours. Um, I would definitely check out one of these one of these um, apps, Motion Mail. I really love Deadline Funnel because I feel like it allows you to, it really shows you the various steps and the pieces, the pages the and the pieces of that whole funnel of how to set up a funnel. It's a very simple funnel. So highly recommend checking out Deadline Funnel. Okay. So the final one that I wanted to share with you is probably going to cause a little bit of a groan for people, but I have found that a lot of people will buy and will convert to buyers when you take this extra step. Okay. So the truth is sometimes people need a little bit of a higher touch, maybe more of a connection with you in order to buy a higher price product. So there are a few ways to do this. You don't just have to get on Skype with everyone, but I do think opening clarity sessions is, is a really great way to go or to offer to people who are having questions about whatever it is that you're launching. But you can also set up a Google Voice number, install the Voice app on your phone, and invite people to text you. Now, this is a specific thing that I've done where I say, hey, text me your questions. And something about being able to text someone questions, and by the way, it does go to my phone, so it's not... It's not some ruse to make it feel like it's going to my phone. No, people are actually texting my phone. It's just going to a different app. Um, you can also set up the Google Voice number and invite invite people to ask questions, respond with voice, you know, with ask questions with voice, and then you can also respond with voice memos. So that that's a ni nice way so that you don't have to be 
beholden to some kind of schedule of getting on the phone with people. However, you could also choose a block of time during the week or weeks of your launch, you know, 15-minute sessions, and say, hey, at the end of the week, I'm going to open up some 15-minute sessions. If you want one, let me know. All all I would suggest if you're going to open like 10 or 15-minute sessions, because I have done this before, is make sure you say to people, come with one question that that they have that you can answer with them during that short period of time. Sometimes people don't know their questions and what will happen is all of a sudden 15 minutes becomes an hour. So just be really clear on the guidelines for showing up to those short clarity sessions. Now, another piece is that if you're doing these, you can, of course, just announce the clarity sessions however you want. You can do it on social, but you could announce these in advance on via email, maybe your newsletter, and maybe not even that way. Maybe you could even just reach out to a short list of people who you know are interested, maybe have been clicking, maybe have been opening, maybe attended the webinar, and just reach out to them personally and say, hey, I noticed that you came to the webinar. You, you can say all the e-stalkery stuff, that's fine, and let people know that you're there to answer their questions. The other thing you can do, instead of just having like the personal touch, even though I think that that is a really, really great way to, and something that most people aren't willing to do, quite honestly. It's a great way to connect with people, but most people aren't willing to do that. And I hope that you are, because I think people will really, and they will remember you even if they don't purchase, which I think is also hugely important. We have to think about the longer term, not like just getting the sale right now. We have to think about how, what is this adding to my brand by me being the person who's willing to get on, be on the phone with someone, help them out, and then be on my way. All right. So the final thing in this whole opening clarity sessions, you could just do a Q&A on Facebook Live, or you could do a Q&A on an Instagram post or an Instagram Live or an Insta Stories. You know, you might have to ask multiple times for all of these because sometimes people are like, eh, I don't know if I want to get on the phone with you. Eh, I don't know if I have any questions. But you can just keep making yourself available in whatever way you feel comfortable. So I don't want to force you to get on Skype with people or to get on Zoom with people, but I do want to encourage you to make that offer multiple times, especially if you're in your launch now. Okay, so I wanna just add one more. I wanna add one more today, and then I'm gonna let you go because I do want you to download this workbook. There's lots of visual references, examples, and like I said, those 20 different strategies. And I think you'll, you'll be able to start taking action a little bit better. So once you've listened to me here, then you can jump into the workbook and kind of decide which ones are for you. So the the final strategy I wanted to share is one that really, it's not really a one strategy. I'm, I'm looking here, I'm going through this, um, I'm going through the remaining ones here, and there's one that stood out to me, and this is the one that people are most scared to do, and that is, I'm just going to call it the 
another time strategy. So it means scheduling another webinar, doing a webinar again. Like, so you didn't have people show up to your first two. Schedule another one. Schedule another two. Do what you have. You, you're going to have to like pop in there, do the work, and just continue sharing what you're doing. You can't just give up once you've done a couple of webinars and think, well, I guess I don't really want it. Like I, even though I didn't get my sales and I could do another webinar and get some more sales, I'm not going to do anything else. You've got to be willing to do it again um, and another time. So you might schedule another webinar. You might schedule another email to a specific segment of your list. Think of what else can you share? What else? What other events and what other what other type of bonuses could you offer in that that last period of time? And now, like when you're down to the wire, you might think, dude, I have one day left. There's no way I can do another webinar. Well, I challenge you to rewrite that and just say, you know what? Doesn't matter if I'm closing. I don't have to close if I don't want to. If I didn't get, if I didn't reach the sales, if I didn't reach the results that I want, or if I didn't reach the right people, we've got to do this again. So I'm going to do this over on Facebook Live. I'm going to use their screen sharing situation they've got going on over there. And we're going to see how that works. And then, you know, if you if you do all these things and they still don't make a difference, here's what you have going into your next launch. You have information. You have information about what works and what doesn't. Now, would it would it work better if you knew you're going to do like four webinars instead of only two and then you do a last minute one on Facebook Live? Yeah, of course. It's going to help if you know in advance what it is you're going to do. But sometimes you do have to just hustle a little bit and add that next webinar and add those clarity sessions and jump on Facebook Live and be on Instagram Live and be available. So turning your launch around, it's not impossible. It really isn't impossible. So I hope that you head over to ansomwellup.com forward slash 162, download this launch recovery strategies. It's really my brand new gift for you. I haven't created anything like this pretty much ever. I usually don't do swipe-ish files, but I just, I, I was really kind of keeping my own running list because people always do come to me asking me this question. What do I do? My launch isn't going as I thought it was going to. I'm not getting, you know, whatever the case is. I'm not getting the visits to my site. I'm not getting the sales. I'm not, no one seems to be paying attention. Whatever their question is, we go through this list. These are just some of the more visible recovery strategies. So I hope you take action on some of these and I hope that you you realize that it's not about these being the end-all, be-all strategies. It's just being open to what can we do to turn this around. I encourage you to just ask yourself that each and every time you're in a launch. Okay, what else can we send? Okay, that email didn't get the opens. Should we send it again to the people who didn't open? Okay, so we don't have enough webinar signups. What can we do? So instead of saying it's not working, I'm not getting enough of whatever, people, clicks, whatever, ask yourself, what can you do? Like, what else can we do? And be in that 
be in a be in kind of like a space of problem solving rather than oh my life sucks my launch sucks I suck because I've been there I mean I think we all are there at different levels and even people you might think who do really well on their launches they also have moments when they're doing that to themselves but they quickly get themselves out of it with action with what are we going to do next okay how can we turn this around and and I hope that you get to that place as well and I hope you have a great rest of your week. If you have any questions whatsoever, make sure to leave them in the comments below the show notes and make sure to grab your launch recovery strategies workbook today. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Fearless Launching Show. If you would like to see the show notes, get get any of the resources that I mentioned today or download that launch recoveries workbook, head over to ansamoylove.com forward slash 162 and you'll find everything you need. Plus, I want to hear from you. So make sure to leave a comment below your biggest takeaway or tell me something that worked for you to turn your launch around, whether it was a combination of different things you did or one thing that surprised you about your last launch. I will talk to you very soon. Have a great week.